Hi, I'm Kristen. And I'm Mike. And we're lost in the Sunnydale Stacks. This is the Sunnydale Stacks, where every other week we immerse ourselves in the world of Sunnydale, California and review two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This week, we're dusting off Beer Bad and Wild at Heart. So this weekend, I was in Indiana, middle of nowhere, right? Mm -hmm. Are you just talking about Indiana in general? Ooh, Indiana bird. (laughs) We've lost all our Indiana listeners. Oh no, let me come back. Small town, Indiana. Uh, We rented a cabin in the middle of nowhere, a log cabin. So Mm -hmm. bugs just everywhere oh right like i had to let my prissiness aside and just accept the fact that i'm sleeping with spiders as a bed so uh we're uh shooting a film and i'm uh sitting on the kitchen floor waiting for um chris my husband the Mm -hmm. director to yell action that's Uh, all the same person it's not chris her husband and the director. One person uh, to say action and mm-hmm. um, the person, the sound person to get his microphone together. And um, so I'm just sitting there like kind of, it's like 4 a.m. I'm spacing out, staring mm-hmm. at a point in the wall. That point happens to be an air vent. Okay. I'm staring at this air. You're looking at me so confused. You have no idea okay. where this is going. Looking at this air vent and all of a sudden, all I see are thick legs disappearing into the air vent how thick are we talking enough that like the entire body of the creature that owned these legs took up the length of the air vent uh great that's like that's a big spider (laughs) that's like the 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 millipede or or something from uh willy wonka that goes over that guy's face yeah so um like just the legs, just Ooh. the legs as they disappear down. And my first reaction <laughs> was not that is a big ass spider <laughs> or I want to get off the floor. <laughs> it was it's headed to the mother bazaar. <laughs> I guess that's a healthy coping mechanism. <laughs> it's heading to the bazaar. Big mama bazaar. Yeah, she's very friendly. <laughs> It was like exactly the same shot as when you see the little egg baby. I can't say little. The the disgusting egg baby crawl under the door (laughs) at school. (laughs) Crawl under. You know what I'm talking about? That one shot where it's just the legs crawling Mm -hmm. under. You're like, what was that? It was that. Mm -hmm. But in Indiana. (laughs) (laughs) That was the distinguishing. Like, you know, this reminds me a lot of that shot. Only you know, in Indiana. Yes. And I was very, like, distracted during the rest of that uh, scene about, like, where did the bazaar go? And is the mama bazaar in the basement? Which, by the way, the next thing we filmed was in the basement. I was a little... Did you find a mama bazaar? We did not. I was a little concerned. Any Gorge Brothers? I did not. We didn't search, like, the the southmost corner. So maybe it was there. They were all just hanging out there playing cards. It was a creepy fucking basement. I mean, it's possible. It's got to be a creepy basement if you could film there and still not have explored it all. It's got to be some dark... I mean, it's a ba- no one likes a basement. I'm not going to go searching every corner. But what if that's where you got your Super Nintendo and, you know, some brewskis? 
No, I've never had a basement like that. Every basement I've ever been in has been like, I am going to spend as little time in this room as mm-hmm. possible and will sprint in and out. Every basement I've ever been in. My, it's my only parents' a place basement. To get light bulbs. Yes, my parents' basement had the same layout as the Blair Witch basement. And I, no, no, oh. basements are bad. Were there also uh, annoying college kids in there? No. <laughs> So in honor of our Beer Bad episode, we Mm -hmm. uh, decided to set down some Sunnydale Stacks, the drinking game rules. Beer drinking booze. Yay. These only apply to this episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, It would be weird if you tried to apply them to other episodes. You would just stay very sober. (laughs) Um, So yes, in honor of Beer Bad, Mm -hmm. drink along, if you will, (laughs) responsibly. I hope you're not driving. Yes. Go sit in your college basement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can listen to the podcast while you're driving, but don't watch the episode, especially don't watch the episode while drinking and driving. Please. That's a bad No, don't combine the two. Uh, your choice of alcohol is your own. I recommend a nice Malbec. Mm-hmm. I recommend Black Forest beer. You're just a corporate spawn. Yep. That's me. So rule number one. Take a drink every time someone insults Parker or Veruca. Yay! That's going to get us in trouble. Cheering is optional, but uh, usually encouraged. (laughs) Yes. I I expect to hear that when this airs, just cheering from across across the the nation, the Mm -hmm. world. I don't know if we have Except Indiana, because we lost all those guys. (laughs) Bye. Sorry, Indiana. We still love you. We didn't. Just that one little remote giant spider infected party. But hey, maybe, you know, that's it's uh, we're shedding light on the, you know, spider infected part of Indiana. They don't get yeah. enough love. Yeah, sure. So number rule number one was take a drink every time someone insults Parker or Veruca. Mm-hmm. Rule number one, or excuse me. That was, <laughs> uh, rule number one, anytime somebody groundhog days it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rule number two, take a drink every time someone is wearing a hippie skirt. <laughs> yes. Yes. Rule number three. Take a drink every time someone lip syncs badly. Oh, and that one you'll probably want to do anyway. <laughs> it will drive you to alcoholism. Oh, uh, when, when we get to it, uh, so many things. <laughs> and rule number four, take a drink every time a character becomes hairier. Which, you, if you haven't seen the episodes, applies to both. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Wonderful. Now let's head into the Sunnydale Stacks and open the books on Beer Bad. You got your Stein ready? Uh, Ben Stein? Clearly. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to have my little goblet of a nice mm-hmm. red here. Red Next blood. That. Yes. I'm a vampire. Next <laughs> to a nice... That's why it was all night shoots. It was. <laughs> Nights in Indiana. Uh, and a nice little tumbler of a gin and tonic. Mm-hmm. A little spritz of lime. The way I like it. So Buffy is saving Parker from a vampire. <gasps> why? You should let him die because he's worthless. Well, she was inspired by all the Mortal Kombat music that was playing. It was the Mortal Kombat music <laughs> um, that would inspire me to, I don't know, do some kung fu moves mm-hmm. in my room and let Parker die a horrible, painful death. Just watching out the window. Yep. Just waving, smiling. Bye. <laughs> 
The rock music uh, is a dead giveaway, by the way, that this yeah. is not a real Buffy scene. It's, a, yeah. it's immediately like, wait a minute. Yeah, it's definitely one of those ones where like, I hope this is like a dream or a parody. They had a new, um, I don't know what the name is of the person who's in charge of the music. Score supervisor. Uh, sounds like a thing. Music director. That sounds like a thing. Sure. They got a new person mid-season and whoa, mm-hmm. they went in a different direction. Yeah. They decided to go the uh, first season of Alias Route. With there it. you go. Parker is so grateful that Puffy saved his life that he suddenly realizes what an asshat he's been and begs for her forgiveness, you know, because he's been such a giant turd. Oh, and the music, too, follows him along in the sappy. He's so, so apologetic and, Mm. and genuine and heartfelt. That was the problem the first time. That's how we acted the first time. I know, seriously. And just like the first time, uh, this isn't real. <laughs> yep. Uh, Buffy is daydreaming in psychology class while Parker hits on yet another one of his victims. Right in front right of her. Right in front of her. Just blatantly like, let me hit on like, another I'm victim. I'm starting to think, maybe his thing isn't like, I want to be with somebody like during like the first like, you know, romantic period. It's like, I want to like mess up somebody by doing that to them and then just like torturing them around yes. campus. I, I really think it's a power trip of like somebody in high school broke my heart. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to break everybody's I'm heart. I'm going to break everybody's heart. And keep on breaking it. Yes. Ugh. He's a turd. <laughs> uh, so conveniently, the class is learning about the id. What do we want to satisfy our basic instincts? Food, shelter, comfort. My notes look like it says ID a bunch of time. But no, it's id. 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 We want IDs so that we can, you know. Buy more beer. <laughs> get our beer, yes. yes. What do we want when we can't satisfy our id? Or what do we do when we can't satisfy our id? We have dream sequences. We daydream. Parker now holds ice cream, uh, flowers, and has an open shirt. But why? Because he's scrawny and it shows nothing. Yeah, that's that's the Close one direction shirt. body. Like, come Close on. Close your yes. shirt. Yeah. You are not a man yet. <laughs> Will he ever be? Anyways, on to things we care about. Xander got a new job. Yay! Uh, he, despite being underage, he's a new bartender at the local pub. I mean, some states do that. I'm not sure what Carol, well, uh, where Words. California stands on that. I've been drinking, yeah. guys. Um, <laughs> we haven't even hit any of the rules yet. Oh, no. Um, we've insulted Parker plenty. Oh, yes, I hope thanks. y'all are wasted. I thought those were all compliments. Um, so... Uh, I completely forgot what I was going to say, but... Underage drinking and serving. Yeah, like some states you can totally um, serve you can, alcohol. You can under. serve in a, in like a um, restaurant and like somebody else brings you the booze. You th- And there are some states where like even if you're... I think so. That Like I think you still crazy. have to get like some kind of like certification. Yeah. But I think so. I mean, but he straight up has a fake ID. Like for yeah, his, yeah. in his, in this case, he specifically mm-hmm. says, "I got a yeah. fake ID in order to serve alcohol." <laughs> like, like what tells you it's fake? Looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> it also, it's weird that a bar, which I would assume, even if it's one of those bars that's a little lenient on like um, actually carding hard, sure. 
the one place where you'd want to do that is with the staff. Because I feel like that would be harder to yes. like say, oh, we had no idea how they got well, in here. Not to mention tax forms. You need yeah. a, like legit ID for tax forms. Yeah, I mean, I guess they could be paying them under the table and just have like one person as the supposed bartender. For well, then, tax the, then the bar itself is, on, is yeah. you know, legally not on the up mm-hmm. and up. Well, I, I think as we learn later on the episode, this bar is not on the up it and up. It is not. So did you have a fake ID? Uh, nope, never did. Um, I have had my ID rejected several times for really dumb reasons. Even though it's real. Yes. That's because, crazy. Okay, imagine like an ID. You know, the yeah. rectangle of an ID. I think I've seen one before. Yeah. You've probably all seen them. Um, now imagine that like you took sandpaper and maybe sandpapered down a corner for 30 seconds. Okay. I had a chip of a corner of my ID with no information on it whatsoever. Sure. Come off because I don't know how. But it just like came off. Sat down real hard in your wallet. Something like that. And I was using it for about a year and it worked fine until I went to a Jewel Osco and tried to buy some beer. And they're like, oh, we can't take this because it has a chip in it. It's damaged. We can't take it. It's like, so you think like my great plan to make a fake ID is to make all of it, but that one to cut the, yeah, that one corner that's so hard to make realistic? That's crazy. Yeah. So I had so when I went to college, I went to college downtown Chicago, mm-hmm. where there there aren't re- I mean at least in my campus there weren't really there wasn't a Greek life, yeah there weren't really parties everybody just went mm-hmm. to bars like the, mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of like party town USA yeah. um, houses that you yeah no no to. you weren't allowed to that just wasn't a thing mm-hmm. so everyone went to the bars so you had to get a fake ID and I even like um, I was a cheerleader in college. You laughed at that. Don't laugh at that. I just I just think it's funny that this relates to the story of you drinking. Because what kept happening was we would have cheerleading squad parties. Mm-hmm. And at, the party would always end super early because everyone would be like, I'm bored. We're going to the bar. Yeah. And there were three of us that were like, well, fuck you. I can't go to the bar. I'm a freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'd be like, that's too bad. The bar is more fun than this party. I'm like, well, that sucks. Yeah. Like, that's not, there's just, I mean, like, you can't say it's like a, a, a squad part, like a team party and then leave. Mm-hmm. That sucks. So somebody on the that team, team had, um, like a hookup of someone that was making fake IDs in their dorm. Uh, so I gave them my $20 bill. Uh, that's cheap. Yeah, I know. Right. It looked cheap. Yeah. <laughs> he took my picture. So in his dorm, he had like that blue background that fake ID or that ID places have. Yeah. Um, and he took my picture. <laughs> and the craziest thing was when I got my ID, it's my picture, right? Mm-hmm. I specifically had him put on there like my address so that when someone tried to like quiz me, I'm like, oh, yeah. well, what's your address? Like they always say like they're going to quiz you on yeah. your address. Like, oh, I, I know my address because it's my real address. Um, the picture didn't look like me. It was such a terrible picture. Of that actually that was, was you. of me that looked like a fake ID because it was didn't look nothing like me. Wow. I still, oh, I still keep it. I should find it yeah. i still keep it as a souvenir of like look how terrible this picture is damn um or maybe That's the rough. picture is great and i look terrible but either way they don't match <laughs> and it was only rejected once i only ever went to the one bar off campus which was mm-hmm. known for accepting any idea and i'm going to take that back i was rejected twice <laughs> once i went to that bar on st patrick's day when they were at capacity yeah. and they just looked at it and they said not tonight so they, they were just they like do. that night yeah. like we've got cops in here yeah. it's at capacity go yeah. away one other time i went to fridays and the waiter looked at it and he's like 
Yeah, that's fake. What do you want anyways? <laughs> the differences between being a guy and a girl. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't know because I never had the, uh, the fake ID issue. I actually had almost the opposite problem in that when I first got my ID, they didn't card me. That my on my twenty first birthday, I was throwing a party for myself, mm-hmm. and because I love my tequila, I went to the liquor store on the corner of my apartment, and I went. And I bought what's the what's the big one, like a four, it's like a gallon jug. Uh, yeah, it's got like the three X's on it. <laughs> the giant thing of tequila. Like a handle. A handle, thank you. Yeah. A handle of tequila, and they didn't charge me or didn't card me. <laughs> I was like, they didn't charge you. <laughs> they definitely charged me. It really me. was your birthday. I know. They didn't card me, and immediately I was like, "You're not going to check my ID." He's like, "No." I'm like, "You should probably check my ID." He's like, "I don't care." I'm like, "I need you to check my ID." Oh, <laughs> and he checked my ID. He's like, "Rough." Happy birthday! I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I needed that. <laughs> it was very satisfying. Uh, so it's very weird that. The gang is going to this pub that we've never seen before, not the bronze. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess the theory is that because it's Xander's new. I feel job. like it should be the bronze. Yeah, but then it's like, oh, is the bronze under evil management? When we find out what happens later, so they get new management, just like the mag- magic shop. Yeah, I, I, I mean, and I also feel like then it's. It also explains more of like why it's a different crowd than is usually in sure. the grounds. Okay, and it can set up how they have to get trapped in there because it's a weird. Basement well, and they thing burn it down, legal. and we don't want to burn down the bronze. Yeah. Okay, all right, that's fine. It's still weird. Yeah, the bronze still needs to be a set in a in an Amber Benson movie. <laughs> Buffy thinks that Parker is keeping her on a pedestal. That's why he he's just she's so special. That's what no no honey. Oh Buffy, he got the milk and he no longer wants the cow. <laughs> this has always been the weirdest metaphor. I'm like, I think you guys are doing it wrong. I mean, but it's what happened with Parker. Now that he got some. No, but I'm just saying, like that metaphor has always been really weird to me because it's like, I think you're doing sex wrong if you're just getting milk. <laughs> But it's, I mean, this is, I don't know. This is weird to me. The fact that Buffy has this idea of like, he's keeping me on a pedestal. Like, a little bit get over yourself. But also like her only real like long-term boyfriend was like totally putting her on a pedestal. Sure, but she has no evidence. In fact, like he's flirting with other girls in front of her. I'm like, you have the exact opposite evidence of that. Well, that's why she's in in, in denial because she wants it to be that he's, putting her on a pedestal and it's almost like a conspiracy theory thing where in like the more evidence you see against it is it's like almost reverse psychology makes yeah. you think like oh we must be trying to deny that he's having this right yeah, yeah. what is that that term um self-fulfilling prophecy mm-hmm. yeah yeah nothing can defeat the penis <laughs> <laughs> love that line that is yep. kind of like my xander line always in my head uh, he says it so loud, loud as if he is playing the penis game. Oh, yeah. No, I know the this game. game. I gotcha. I remember. Uh, for listeners who, who don't know, um, penis game. This is may be a you, regional thing. It may be. I don't know. Um, I feel like this would spread. Um, like herpes. Yep. I'm the penis. Uh, <laughs> so the thing is, usually in a class, usually in a high school class, junior high, um, the, the goal of the game <laughs> is usually it's you and one other person, sometimes like a whole group of people. You each have to, in turn, say the word penis, but you have to say it louder each time. 
So, it's so many classrooms in junior high. Did someone just scream the word penis? <laughs> yeah. I, I always loved it because I, I always had fun like disguising it. I'd be like, penis. That too. It yeah. was like so much time in junior high school that I'm like, I get it. You said penis. We're learning algebra. <laughs> <laughs> but you Dorky see, me was way more Algebra interested. can't defeat the penis. <laughs> Nothing can defeat the penis. <laughs> The penis cares not for your measurements. They do. <laughs> the penis knows not of the metric system. <laughs> so in this scene, we have two hippie skirts. Willow and Buffy are both wearing Chucky hippie Chucky. skirts. Drink. <laughs> that night, Xander discovers that bartending is a little more than listening to lonely, lonely drunks. He is such a terrible bartender. He's a terrible bartender. You and I have both bartended. Yeah. We can attest. And like Terrible. <laughs> And like, okay, rule number one, don't just take everybody's order at at once and then not get anybody's order done. Like that. No, that no, I nobody. mean like you should be making multiple drinks at one time. Yeah. That is helpful to be like, oh, five people want vodka tonics? Let me make five vodka tonics in a row. Yeah. That's much faster. But not multiples of like And like different random groups where he's literally just like trying to get orders from a bunch of random people and just failing because he also has glasses in his hands for some reason. No, yeah. awful. He's terrible. Uh, so namely, he's serving drunks to loud, privileged college kids. He must be serving in this neighborhood. Oh. Snap, you don't know what neighborhood I'm in. But, but burn. Burn. Buffy is now wearing a different hippie skirt. Ah, take another drink. Drink it. <laughs> she sees Smelly Parker chatting up his latest oh. lady friend. And then she bails right into Riley because he's a large person. Yeah. He blocks the space. Easily. He's ungainly. And especially this early on when he he's not really a character yet. He kind of just is like a just a wall that's just standing there. He's, I mean, he's very tall. Yeah. He's just he's a, a big guy. Just like, hey, I don't know how tall he is I'm in real friendly. life. She is very short in real mm-hmm. life. But so am I. Yeah. Have we talked about my height complex before? I think so. Where I think I'm tall. I think we have. I think I'm very tall. I'm, I'm Buffy height. Okay. Xander tries to chat up some sorority girls, but gets snubbed by their male counterparts. Fancy turds. I mean, they're not even that. I mean, like, here's the thing: nobody talks that way. I'd be mm-hmm. way more interested in like an easy to talk to, down to earth bartender than I was in like speaking in five syllable words. If college douche. You're coming up to somebody, and one of your first few sentences has the word sociopolitical. Go away. Or geocentric. Just Ugh. stop it. Stop that it. is not. That, I know what it means, but I don't give a shit. Like that, you have to say that into like paragraph two of a conversation. That is not. Not even opener. in conversation. Who uses that in conversation? You use that in a term paper. In conversation, you say, "What did Khloe Kardashian wear on the red carpet?" No one talks. About but that what one. are the geopolitical <laughs> ramifications of what she wore on the red carpet? I'm more interested about that, but that's not what they're talking about. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. They were the worst. They're using buzzwords. Uh, so Xander tries to comfort a self-hating Buffy, but gets called to wait at bartending. I, I feel so bad for her. Yeah. I'm a slut. I'm an idiot. Uh, this is this is what he wants. This is Parker is winning. Uh, we can't let Parker win. He's such an asshole. He's the worst. And his eyebrows are way too big. And like, I know, like. Male grooming wasn't the biggest thing at this time, but come on, man. But, I mean, just scare the caterpillars away. Just say, (laughs) It's like he was used for extra storage for backup Tom Selleck mustaches. (laughs) Oh, that's 
how he was earning his tuition. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> don't worry, Tom. I got these waiting for you. At least he's a self-starter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so asshole college guys prevent Buffy from leaving. This borders on like sexual harassment rape scenario. I mean, just the, the, the phrase they use, covered in men is gross the f- like if i'm if i go to a bar alone and i'm then like talking to one guy and suddenly his friends surround me and say you can't leave rape whistle and pepper spray <laughs> like not happening are you kidding me yeah this is not cute this is not flirting no, this is like predatory yeah and it's like complete strangers it's not like yes. oh hey come with she's us she's never met them no, before these are complete strangers we just immediately surround her and like you're covered with men come with us yes no right away they're acting like cavemen where they're gonna clunk her over the head and drag her away yeah, i guess buffy's just in such a vulnerable state right now that she's uh blinded by the word geopolitical we have a strict policy against you leaving. <gasps> Terrified. I get it. I mean, she's <laughs> yeah. the slayer. So maybe yeah. she's like, dude, if they try anything, fuck yeah. them. But she yeah. seems genuinely charmed and I am not. Yeah, I guess she's just like, yeah, I, th- I think it says something about like the state she's in where she's just like, I just want like male That's attention. true. I feel like normal Buffy would be like, yeah. dude, fuck off. Like, uh, I can do better. But she's just like, I'm just somebody likes me. Which is, I mean, that's something we go through after we get rejected. So that's fair. And I do enjoy, even though I'm not the hugest fan of the start of the season, I think there's some wonky bits. I do like that there is the idea that Buffy's in a new terrain and she's not like at the top of her game, Mm -hmm. which I think is a totally normal situation, especially when you... Interesting dynamic. Yeah. And like a lot of times if you do feel like you did really well towards the end of high school and like Buffy like kind of came into her own as like the real big leader badass slayer Mm -hmm. at the end and then you go to college and it's like oh this is a whole other bag of worms looking at it now like as a series long thing that's interesting because I feel like after season three where she Mm -hmm. totally kicks butt she almost needs that because otherwise like what could pose a challenge? So you, mm. you know, you put her in college, which is a new experience for her. You put her as a big sister slash near the end of the season mom, mm-hmm. which she hasn't been before. Yeah. You put her, you take, you rip her out of heaven <laughs> yeah. and see how she does. And then yeah. you make her, you know, be the total adult school counselor, yeah. l- you know, army leader, mm-hmm. which she's never done before. Well, it is interesting. Cause I feel like definitely at this point they had the idea of, you know, most of the characters are going to have the college experience because the target audience, probably most people are like going to college who would be watching Buffy at the time. Mm-hmm. We also have Xander and to a lesser extent Anya there to kind of like give the other experience of like, if you don't go to college, mm-hmm. what do you do? If you And especially if you still have college friends mm-hmm. um, and how that's a different experience. But then later on in the series, I feel like it, they do an interesting thing of almost like you said, every season, Buffy's in a different position that you might be in your yes. life. Mm-hmm. It's like you're trying a bunch of, mm-hmm. you know, jobs that aren't really working out yeah. and struggling. You're- at the double meat palace you're lo- you've lost a pal- a parent so now you mm-hmm. have to really step up as an adult and yeah, yeah no absolutely mm-hmm. meanwhile willow and oz are at the bronze where veruca <sighs> is singing uh, get the hard liquor out like at oz specifically at him yeah she likes to move her head a lot as she sings and to emphasize the fact that she's really singing and not lip syncing let me describe veruca's <laughs> The, uh, what are Jamie Page, whatever her name is, um, her lip syncing style. There's not saying anything about the rest of her performance, just the lip syncing style. Open your mouth as big as you can and yet still try to pout. 
my thing with her is that her mouth opens and closes but doesn't change in shape if you pay it if you look at the mirror and watch yourself talk it changes like goes just like ah oh e your mouth changes shape hers just opens and closes she's like an animatronic when she's lip syncing yes. she, it's like a Chuck E. cheese character you look like a seal yeah and yet also like veruca when she's lip syncing it is it is insane like i guess this actress must not sing at all like even in the shower she's never maybe like she's she's from um lauren's dimension where they don't sing there you go. It's just the total stranger. Yeah. Not the character, but the, no, the actress Because, uh, you know, Buffy is based on real life. Uh, I mean, this actress from the get-go, maybe she's like a tremendously great, talented actress mm-hmm. because she gets me to hate her right away. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, then again, she's challenging. She immediately, it's very clear, mm-hmm. she's challenging the Oz-Willow relationship. Yeah. It's very clear she is throwing out all the sexual vibes mm-hmm. at Oz. Yeah. And because I'm really attached to that relationship, bitch must die. Yeah. Just not, I don't like it. I'm immediately on Willow's side, but like, who is this super sexual yeah. chick? Mm-hmm. I don't like it. And I like, I've become more of a fan of the Oswell relationship. It's not my favorite thing, but it's more just like, you're upsetting Willow. You do not do, upset no, Willow. No, 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 no. She is my favorite. Yeah. Leave her. Yeah. Leave her alone. No. She is a perfect angel goddess, not butterfly unicorn. That is not okay. No. Oh, God, when Willow cries. It kills me every time. Don't make her do it. Because she knows. She knows something is up. Unless she's chopping onions. If there's a scene where she's chopping onions, it's okay. That is adorable. <laughs> yeah. This is an adorable, adorable little baby. Back at the bar, the overly verbal guy is saying that basically modern politicians wouldn't argue if they just drank more. I mean, seriously, what? Do you know how long beer has existed in also- history? Have you been to bars? Like, you know, bar fights happen. There's a whole term just for it called bar fights. You know what they don't have? Milk fights. For people <laughs> drinking milk. That's my milk. Yeah. That's my 2%, damn it. <laughs> you're getting skimming, you're going to like it. Actually, like 1%. Oh, you would. I would. I'm so high maintenance. But no, the idea of like modern politicians. First off, I'm sure modern politicians drink plenty. Plenty. I've been, been like, I've only been to Washington, D.C. on like school field trips. Mm-hmm. I've but never. You got wasted. I've never experienced it as a drinking person. I'm sure they have a vibrant night scene of people oh, that yeah. need to to just release after a long day of politics. Well, yeah, and especially when, like, in politics, I mean, not so much nowadays, but, like, in general, it's supposed to be, like, you're supposed to be more staid and reserved and correct in your manner and speech and very formal and very appropriate at all people times. People gotta let loose. Yeah, people gotta unloosen those I times. feel like he's more describing pot, but, like, he's like, there wouldn't be good or bad. There would be kind of cool and maybe awesome. I'm like, that's stoned. Drunk yeah. is black and white. I'm right. You're wrong. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Or just sleepy. <laughs> like, uh, that's me. Mostly it's I'll be on the couch. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to go be gross and eat a whole pizza. Well, it's weird. Like, I, I feel like when, when I drink, um, like I'm drinking right now. Good, good, good. But uh, when I drink, I feel like I get sleepy unless i'm doing something and then i can stay stay up forever right 
Like, as soon as I sure. sit down and there's nobody around, it's like, oh, well, I'm asleep. You know what sucks about getting older? Mm-hmm. Age. That. Because I'm an old lady. I have gray hair and a walker. Um, <laughs> but when I was in college and I drank, it was like... It was great because I got a great night's sleep. It's like mm. you get drunk and I would, my roommates would literally follow me around a party with caffeinated, um, mints that like, because I would, I would always end up falling asleep at parties and so they'd yeah. have to like wake me up and practically drag me, carry me home. Aww. So like it kind of sucked to go to a party with me because yeah. I'd be the one sleeping in the corner on the coats and be like, oh, get Christian. We gotta go. <laughs> Just nuzzled up. Yeah. Like so I'm button. so happy. I'm so happy right now. Uh, as I got, as I get older, sugar in alcohol affects me differently. We're like, mm-hmm. I will still fall asleep super quickly. Yeah. But then two hours later, the sugar is going to hit me and I'm going to get a sugar rush and I wake up and then can't fall asleep. Oh, that's So the next day is not so much hungover as much as it's, I can't sleep. (laughs) It's too much sugar because I'm old. Just drink uh, liquor without sugar in it. I know. I should do that. Yeah. I like my wine. Yeah, I guess. What counteracts sugar? I'm thinking of like a, a Star Trekky way to like you know, science it out. <laughs> I don't need to. I need don't need to do the whole vodka Red Bull mixing chemistry to oh. no, 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 no. Ugh, Red Bull. My brother and his friends thing. used to do vodka and Mountain Dew. Were they um, uh, theater techs? <laughs> yes, actually, my brother was a stage manager. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> That's true. I forgot that he did that. <laughs> Uh, so the next morning, Willow is in a new hippie skirt. Take another drink, guys. <laughs> I hope you're feeling it. <laughs> Buffy is How super. <laughs> so it's her whole closet. There are so many different it's ones. Like there's, it's not just like there were two an episode that takes place over one day. Yeah. This takes place over several days, several outfits. Every time they change, it's a new hippie skirt, and I documented every one. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not wrong in thinking. Like, it was just one day. Everything before this was one day, right? So it was two hippie yeah. skirts in one day. Which, I mean, it makes sense that if you're going to go out, you're going to change into going out clothes. But into, It like, doesn't the same need to thing. be a different hippie skirt. Yeah. You could wear pants or That's, a short skirt. Yeah. But pants, maybe. Especially, Not necessarily along. Also, because it's, what's crazy is that before the, now, I don't think they've ever worn hippie skirts. No, and then it's all of a sudden <laughs> nothing but hippie skirts 24 it's college, 7. It's the uniform. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I'm sure probably other people do, but I don't remember as soon as I went to college. Like, well, I need to change my entire wardrobe to this one thing. Well, we've we've established. I tried to do that. It <laughs> didn't work. I did not fit in that way. Uh, so Buffy is super hungover and not forming fully full sentences. Aw, Druffy. <laughs> Willow thinks she had a four way, a five way. <laughs> I don't know if she's trying to be like a supportive friend, but it's also like, I'm not comfortable talking about this. What did you do? Like, I'm not trying to judge you, but I'm also kind of judging you. But I mean, I wouldn't judge her too harshly because we haven't mentioned that one of those guys is Cal Penn. I know. So like, you know, she could do worse. I know. Um, What's the name of the movie series that we're talking about? Harold and Kumar. Harold, Harold and Kumar. Yeah. This is Kumar. Yeah. Yeah. The, I like the titular those. Kumar. Yeah, those are fun movies. And he worked in the White House for a while. He did. That was a crazy story. That yeah. he was just like, I just really want to work with Obama. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I was like in some weird stoner comedy on Hulu. Oh, okay. Yeah. New. So he's doing okay. all sorts of stuff. Yeah. I did, my favorite theme though is just is Willow's reaction of like, oh, ow. 
So well done. In psychology class, the only class the Scoobies take, I guess, because it's the only one we see. They're all in it. I mean, I I get that that's a a pivotal class or whatever, but it does seem like just on occasion show them in a different class. I mean, I get she got kicked out of pop culture, but there weren't there wasn't there poetry? Poetry was in the mix. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure she probably took a different class in place of the pop culture one, right? Yeah, you'd have. I mean, if you're going to graduate. Anywhere near on time, you have to take more than one. Yeah, enough to like, you know, justify living on campus. Exactly. Yeah, it's a semi-full schedule. I think I don't think you could take one class and live on campus. Most most places. For those of you who have done the reading, she did the reading. (laughs) Totally something I would do. Yep. Um, Have we talked about uh, how does carpet come? Wait, what? No, that's a new story. Okay. So <laughs> when I was in high school. I, I didn't understand those as words. I'm, you, you, if you, I feel if like I, I'm if I, if I, I mean, you are. Keep drinking. It's fine. Glug, glug, glug. <laughs> when uh, at one point in high school, I think it was sophomore year. I was in geometry. I was spacing out during class. I was not paying attention. Mm-hmm. I had my back to the teacher. We, you know, we were in like four people desks, not like your own desk facing the teacher. Okay. Um, I'm spacing out and this is during my insomnia phase. So this happened a lot. And all of a sudden I came, became uh, super aware of a long silence in class, which was a key f- to me of like, Oh, you just got called on. <laughs> <laughs> and I suddenly paid attention and realized uh, it wasn't me, but it was the class as a whole. And the teacher goes, come on guys, this isn't hard. How does carpet come? And I was freaking out. And I was like, uh, in rolls <laughs> and the teacher just goes or in square yards yeah sure i'm sorry <laughs> high school freshmen don't know that shit you're not supposed to like like know that automatically i have a super embarrassing story um about just not knowing shit and i, I in my defense i just overthought it i think i knew the answer but i just got in my own head I got, I think, five points taken off a of math test once because I put the wrong amount of days in a year. By how how much were you off? I was off by one because I, I – That's not reason, a big deal. I kept thinking in my own head that it was like, no, 365. But no, that's a leap year. There's a leap year. Leap year is 65. No, leap year is 66. That doesn't sound right. Leap year is 65. So it's 64. Okay. And like I, I got points off. And I tried to argue it because like, frankly, that wasn't covered in the class. I'm just saying. Yeah. I shouldn't have gotten marked off because that was not on the syllabus. How many days are in a year? Well, neither is how does carpet come? <laughs> if I even understood the question she was asking, mm-hmm. I still wouldn't have been like square yards. I'd be like, I have no fucking idea because yeah. I've never purchased carpet because I'm a sophomore <laughs> in high school. Um, how, how does it come on on the ground usually? Yeah. Like, Sometimes on walls if this you're is in not a weird surprising. place. This is like th- I took statistics in um, college and it was this, my big complaint about the class mm-hmm. was every single word problem involves something like this information yeah. that you don't necessarily have as a human being. Yeah. But like the word problem should have supplied you with, by the way, carpet comes in square yards. But like mm-hmm. you can't just assume that shit. Yeah. Like, yo, but you should have solved this problem knowing that po- population of India is blank. I, no one knows that. That wasn't, it wasn't information you gave me. Oh, you don't know the population of India? I mean, I assume it's like a million bajillion people. There's a lot of people Yeah, there. a million bajillion. There you go. I could have gotten that question right. Yeah. Uh, so Buffy steals the girl's sandwich <laughs> just right out of her hands. 
Uh, I like the fact that because they're in class, the girl can't really respond. It's just like, you just, you just stole my sandwich. I feel like that girl is way too calm because I feel like that She's is appropriate. way too calm. It's appropriate to be like, uh, teacher, can we get somebody? In- this woman just stole my sandwich. I feel like if I was a professor in college, I'd be like, look, especially Megan Walsh, there was a correct yeah. response. Her response to that would be like, I don't give a shit. But I do feel like there's a way of not drawing your attention to yourself in front of the professor of grabbing it the fuck back. Yeah. Do not come between me and food. But she's like, well, I guess I don't have that sandwich anymore. Yeah, she's, but mm, no. Yeah, that, that girl, way too, she is letting Buffy walk all over her. And Buffy's you know response what? is just like, what? Yeah, you know what? You stand up for yourself. I know she's a slayer and she could kick your ass, but you don't know that. You should stand up for yourself. Also, I want to mention in the scene, Professor Walsh is wearing a shirt that looks like she stole it from Giles. Oh, is it tweed? It's It's like this weird, like... It's more of like casual Giles at home casual sweater. Um, and it just like, it looks really Maybe weird. Maybe they're sleeping together on the down low and she had to borrow a shirt. That's in the why morning. Professor Walsh don't give a fuck. That's why What's Her Face only shows up every once in a while. She's on the side. Oh, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, in chemistry class, oh no, someone's just poisoning the beer. That's all that was. Yeah. You know, colorful science chemicals. Yeah. This could be another class. Therefore, Buffy could have a work around his schedule. But no, this is magic. Mm-hmm. Not chemistry. Buffy needs chemistry. Which she had with Parker. <clears throat> You've had too much. So I'm cutting you off. <laughs> glug, glug, glug. Uh, so that night, Buffy is again drinking with her boyfriends. Xander is so consumed with protecting Buffy that he misses the girl with the cigarette that needs a little bartender. <laughs> but then he has the no smoking sign at the ready. At the ready. It's just, this is cute. I feel a little bad for him that like he's mm-hmm. missing out on potential happiness because yeah. he's so concerned about Buffy. But also that's sweet because yeah. he loves Buffy. Yeah, he loves his friend. Oz is sitting in with Veruca's band. Oh, he's becoming like a groupie. Ugh. Willow's being passive aggressive and doesn't want to watch. Instead, she's going to go study. You're going to immediately tell when she's like, okay, bye. I'm not, I'm fine. I'd rather studying, you know, watching you play is, is boring for me. I don't like that. Yeah. That's rough. It's rough. I don't like, I mean, like I see both their things where if I'm him, I'm like, but I'm, I'm playing and you always come watch it. I'm like, dude, you're totally like macking on this chick. And it's not like, it's not like when you're in a relationship, you're suddenly blind. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you're in a relationship, you were able to assess like, this is an attractive person. And I really think that if you're in a relationship, you're still going to maybe innocently flirt every yeah. once in a while or have crushes. That mm-hmm. happens. As long as you don't act on it, fine. Exactly. You know what I mean? Don't tell your person. Don't flirt in front of them like you did in front of Willow. That's mean. No fine will is allowed to get pissy about it yeah you're allowed to find veruca attractive you're allowed to mm-hmm. that's fine she is an attractive girl great as long as she's not saying <laughs> yes and she's into the things you're into which of course you'd have mm-hmm. chemistry that way but don't fucking act on it in the next uh, episode uh, you sound like tina from bob's uh, burgers but <laughs> back in the bar Buffy is just so gone. Uh, she forgets what a jukebox is. It sings. And maybe tries to make out with it. I'm not sure what's going on here. I mean, it's singing pretty nice songs. <laughs> uh, Xander send her, sends her home to bed, Aww. which upsets the caveman. Where did the girl go? <laughs> I, I, I love when Buffy just say bye. Uh, that's my favorite. Bye. <laughs> bye. 
uh, Willow shows up in a hippie skirt. Uh oh, take a drink. To give a piece of her mind to ugly, stupid Parker <laughs> with dumb eyebrows. Chuck, 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 chuck. He teaches Willow about the beauty of one night passion without the uh, promise of a lifetime uh, uh, bond. Oh, but that's not what happened. Right? I mean, again, if you want to have a consensual one night stand where both parties are accepting of the short duration mm-hmm. of the happy fun times, yeah. great. Do that. That sounds like yeah. fun for you. Mm-hmm. I support that. Do not imply that you no. guys are going to have an emotional tight bond. Don't date somebody for a week. Open up to them about stuff that would. Uh, and that's they were dating personal. for that week. Yeah. Don't date somebody for a week. Have sex with them and then just like peace out. And blame them. Mm. Don't make them apologize to you. (sighs) He pretends to be sorry about hurting Buffy and tries to woo Willow with compliments. He's just like, I see something that owns a vagina and I'm Mm. going for it. Like, let's say flying were being like a uh, uh, sexually predatory asshole. You are flying too close to the sun, buddy. <laughs> you do not hit on the girl who is the friend of a girl you have messed with and then like think that you're going to be able to do the same thing to her? Nope. No. Nope. No. Also, one, she's way too smart for that. Mm-hmm. She is genius level. Don't even try. Yeah. Also, as previously mentioned with Veruca, don't hurt my willow, goddammit. Back at the bar, Xander cons the dummies out of a huge tip, which I just love. (laughs) I love it! (laughs) Oh, and I I just felt so jealous, too. I was like, oh, I wish tips were that good. I know, right? So they straight up turn into cavemen. Take a drink! That's not a euphemism. Yep. They literally turn into cavemen. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Xander scare caveman make fire in hand magic fire fire angry <laughs> I like that they are like first attracted to the fire like fire pretty fire angry uh, and, like run for it yeah. love it they got the whole big forehead mm-hmm. their skin changes color the bru- I feel like the shading is kind of meant to imply more muscular which cavemen mm-hmm. would be yeah they're hairier mm-hmm. so yeah take that drink take that drink uh, they go terrorize the campus. The bar owner is well aware of the effect of Black Frost beer he has on his clientele. He's just a sociopath. I know. He's like, ah, they deserve it. I'm I'm dispensing justice here. I'm sick of these kids being snotty. Is basically his his like reasoning behind it. Like these these kids were kind of jerks, so I. I poisoned them with magic and them into <laughs> monsters. Yeah, like, how many people I would poison if that were a little literal crime that could be a yeah. vigilante about? In somebody else's podcast, this is a vigilante doing right with I guess the world. So. Uh, but after years of being condescended by snotty know-it-all frat boys, is that enough? Cavemen no like car. <laughs> Cavemen like girls. <laughs> Uh, I love that Giles and Xander have an interaction in here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Xander goes to Giles for help. <laughs> Giles says, I can't believe you served Buffy that beer. Xander goes, well, I didn't know it was cursed. You knew well, it was beer. I, <laughs> well, so excuse nice. me, Mr. I spent the sissies in electric Kool-Aid funky Satan groove. Because <laughs> you know what? Now, in this circumstance, Giles does give a fuck. 
<laughs> he's he surpassed his I don't give a fuck status. <laughs> he gives a fuck. He's back to being a little stuffy. Mm-hmm. Like, how dare you college kids drink? I mean, come on. Even my parents <laughs> were like, you're in yeah. college now. I we, assume we you're know. drinking. Just yeah. don't do it and drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I like that Xander points out like, yeah, you worshiped Satan, Satan, devil, demons, people to get high. Do as I say, not as I do. Oh, my parents said that all the time. Uh, Parker tells Willow he's been with a lot of women. Oh, just Parker die bad. already. Just die. <laughs> he's somehow hitting on Willow and apologizing for hurting Buffy while also bragging about how many women he's boned. You suck. Oh, I'm, I'm so bummed this guy doesn't become a regular character. You're the like worst. I'm so bummed the cavemen don't kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't he? Have, why can't he die in the fire? <laughs> no one would be upset. They'd hold a party. A murder party. A murder party. Wouldn't be murder. Oh. Just be negligence. <laughs> uh, so he implies that the right woman couldn't change him. This is the worst part. Is he's already said, I'm only into one night stands. I don't want an emotional bond. But hey, if it's your fault if you don't change me, because that means that you're just a ni- nice, not the right woman. But hey, Willow, maybe you could change me. Uh, maybe you're the right uh, woman. What a roll the dice. Pass. Ah, oh, that's the worst. He puts all the blame on the women. That it's, uh, it's yeah, yeah. He's he's just such an asshole. Can you? I would it's like you to read my notes. I just want you to read my notes. I know we. I like to do this when I when I feel like I can, I'm just gonna laugh through them. Just yeah. right here. It's uh, right after Willow is that woman. Die! 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 Yes, thank you. It says die yes. <laughs> a bunch of times. And you mean uh, the German word for the, right? Right. The, 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 the Parker must die because he's <laughs> the worst. Uh, but because she's a genius angel butterfly unicorn, instead, Willow says, just how gullible do you think I am? Men haven't changed since the dawn of time. <laughs> and then the caveman comes in right the on you. See? <laughs> Oh, uh, I did. I did love that bit. Uh, cave Buffy want beer. Mm-hmm. Cave men start fire. Fire bad. Oh, tree pretty. <laughs> Were you waiting for someone to say that? I was waiting for someone to say that. I mean, I would. I would have enjoyed it, but I. I. It didn't. It didn't ruin the episode. It didn't. No, it didn't ruin anything. But it, I was just like, come on, say come it. On, come on. Say it. Say it. Uh, so Buffy small fire. Fire bad. Mm-hmm. She tries to save the day, but throws the fire extinguisher at the fire. <laughs> she just doesn't right quite what? got it. She doesn't have a, what is it, base? Or wait, no, it's a... Because you know I'm all about that base, about that base, oh. no travel. I'm all about that base, about Pass. that base, no travel. Both to that. I think that's the acronym <laughs> where it's like pin, aim, Are sway. You, oh, is this like fire, fire yeah, training? Yeah. Oh. It's like, uh, I think it's pin... Aim at the base of the fire. Uh, I think it's like short bursts and sway. Isn't this the second fire like tutoring session you've given us on the show? Uh, what can I say, guys? The triangle of fire. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm just uh, that may have been a Haiti I'm, rememberer. Was that? I'm really, I'm really into fire, guys. Apparently, pyro bike over here. Uh, burn, 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 burn. <laughs> That's actually my notes. <laughs> uh, so she gets everyone out through a high window, including Parker. She she could have left him, and Why? like she was under the influence of magic, no so she's not really responsible. It. No, she got the important people out. Yeah, He's, I mean. He's she just collateral just damage. She yeah, just I mean, leave the corpse on the ground. Who could blame a cave buffy? <sighs> so he actually does his apology that she daydreamed about, but then she knocks him out, <laughs> which is my favorite part. So I was exchanging messages with a listener, with a stacker last week, and they were mentioning like, oh, season four, that's rough, you know, yeah. beer bad. Ouch. It's mm-hmm. like, I actually have a special place in my heart for Bear Bad. I always kind of like this yeah. episode. And I was thinking about it today. I was like, I think part of the reason I've always loved this episode is fuck Parker. Yeah. And he gets, he gets knocked the, the fuck out. Yeah. He, he, sh- he shows himself to be uh, an absolute coward. He does. <laughs> and then, he wets his pants like a little baby. Mm-hmm. And then I, I also hold, I don't even know what episode it happens in. Maybe it's the initiative. Um, at some point in the very near future, Riley punches Parker. And as much as I am not always a Riley fan, anytime I put him down, there's a voice in the back of my head going, but he punched Parker. Yeah. So he's not all bad. He's not the worst because he he did that. He makes a great wall. He's he's a very impressive wall slash tree. I have one question about like towards the end. It seems like down in the bar, there's a bunch of girls that I guess did the cavemen kidnap them yeah they did the whole caveman knock you in the head drag you by your hair back to your den thing. i just felt like that wasn't very clear i mean they showed them on campus like uh, like scaring away the girls like mm-hmm. boyfriends and then dragging them back to the bar i don't know i don't know i just felt like it wasn't like it, it was shot very confusing i was like oh are those those okay i guess i think those are supposed to be their future mates yeah darn we didn't get to see it but <laughs> So what did we learn about beer? Foamy. Foamy. So what's the lesson in beer bad? Drinking too much will turn you into a dumb jerk who only wants more booze, sex, and food. And uh, what your id wants is not necessarily what's for the best. See, I disagree. Okay. I don't think the primary message of this episode is anti-beer, even though the episode is titled... Beer bad. bad. Sure. I think it's it's more about like directly addressing your issues and not and, and not, you know, just finding a unhealthy outlet for them, which may often be beer or sure. alcohol yeah. or drugs or something of a similar nature. Yes. Um because yeah, and I mean, yeah, I guess it does have kind of like a hey, don't drink too much. Right. But, like it's also it's magic beer. True. And I mean, like, I I completely agree with you. Like, I, I think I, I led off with the mm-hmm. beer makes you into, you know, a caveman yeah. message and and buried the lead, which yeah. was um, what your id wants is not necessarily what's best. Mm-hmm. And what Buffy's id wants is for Parker to apologize and bring mm-hmm. her ice cream and flowers. And that's not what's best for her. Yeah. And somewhere deep inside, she knows that. Mm-hmm. That's why when her inhibitions and smart brain go to sleep and she becomes yeah. Cave Buffy, she realizes, like, you suck and knocks him out. Mm-hmm. So in that way, B 
beer good? I mean, I like a good beer. <laughs> I think drinking to excess, bad. Yeah. yeah. We know, even despite the fact that this is our drinking game episode, yes. we do not encourage you to drink to excess. Yeah. Um, and and this is also, I think this is fun because beer does make you into basically a caveman if yeah. you drink too much. But I mean, as long as you're a nice caveman. Sure. And it's, I mean, that's fun. Be around yeah. other people. But it, when you're sober and around, you're mm-hmm. around drunk caveman people. Blech. I sometimes get a kick out of that, though. Being like the sober person around drunkos. You don't yeah. live in my neighborhood. <laughs> oh, no. I'm talking like drunk people that I'd be friends with. No, no, no. I'm thinking like being a person on the campus where the cavemen are running around. I oh. feel like that's my typical weekend where I'm like, get out of my neighborhood. Yeah. You suck. Put your baseball cap on the correct way. Please. Get out of here. Yes. You know, the, the front part's supposed to shield your face. That's what that's for. That's what it's so for. you don't get sunburned. Is your, is your neck more prone to sunburns? At some point in the, I mean, possibly, but some point in the next 10 years, you're going to start caring about wrinkles. Yep. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. Hide from the sun. <laughs> uh, so I think we need to take a break and hear from our sponsor. Black Frost Beer. Foamy. Black Frost Beer. Make brain good. Black Frost Beer. Make girls pretty. Black Frost Beer. Make talk smart. Black Frost Beer bad. No. Black Frost Beer good. It's time to put Beer Bad back on the shelf and open the books on Wild at Heart. Buffy's chasing a vampire through campus. The quad. The quad. I yeah. You why are you looking at me like like weird? It sounds like like kind of like Daquan. I'm like Daquan. The vampire. You don't know Daquan. <laughs> He's like been a pivotal character in this season. Uh, she has to find one lame vamp very much of a challenge, but don't worry because old Spike. Is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that fake out. Spike is electrocuted and some soldier boys drag him away. We'll see you later. I love and it's like the opposite of oh, I think they kind of screwed up with the last Spike episode where they like show him in the in the credits. His name is there. And it's like, oh, well, I know Spike's going to be the mm-hmm. boyfriend where they set up like, oh, Spike's going to be the character in this. And then he isn't. Bye. I, I love, love it. it. Jinx. Damn, I owe you a coat. <laughs> I like cherry. Oh, it's harder to find. <laughs> Oh, this weekend I splurged and got myself a wild cherry Pepsi, which is my favorite. So and wild cherry Pepsi. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the gang is enjoying their old predictable bronze, you know, where you know everything that's about to happen. Oh, hey, Giles. What? The gang is disturbed and then immediately condescending. Oh, so mean. <sighs> so when is Veruca not playing uh, anymore uh, i'm just a, you yes. know finding the audio equivalent of her lip syncing I, i'm gonna need more seal she's just always there why can't you lip sync good it's not it's not that hard no like, one's asking you to actually sing yeah 
And I'm assuming they gave you the songs beforehand. Maybe that was the problem. They're just like, we're not sure what song we're going to use. They're just yeah. going to move your mouth that's around. Po- that's interesting. That might be possible. About like just it's like Mr. Ed with the peanut butter. Yeah. Wait, do you think that's what they did with her? Like she was afraid to lip sync, and they're just like, you know, we're going to have. I don't. To do. Maybe not afraid. Maybe like we don't. We really don't know what song we're going to play. Just yeah. move your mouth around. They put lips. They put uh, under her lips uh, peanut butter, so she would do that. <laughs> <laughs> so these lyrics are not subtle. Dip a finger in me. Ooh. I can feel you twist. I can feel you writhe. Subtle. Is she a pool? <laughs> I mean, maybe if you're thinking of... Um, Dip a finger in me? I was thinking Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> because of the twist and the writhe and it's all gooey. Yeah. It's a river of slime. We're just going to attack Ray. Ray. <laughs> Buffy senses Willow's discomfort, which I appreciate as a girl. Sense it in other girls, like spider senses of like, mm-hmm. no, this chick be like honing in your... T- I mean, I'm sure guys have a similar thing, but like, what's with this other dude? I sense my friend in distress. Yeah. And therefore, I automatically hate that person. I appreciate that. Later on, I, like Willow says to Buffy, like in season five, I'm prepared to hate this woman. <laughs> That's what friends yeah. do for other friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had, I had a friend who recently went through a, a divorce, actually. So there's a lot of like, Ouch. let me let me help you hate her. <laughs> yes. That's, that's what I'm here for. The next morning is one of my favorite Oz Willow moments of all time. Oz, or Joss just has to build up my heart to break it. Willow is, ha- Willow is having a dream. And Oz is just, he's just very cutely yeah. waking her up. And he says to her, come back to me. Aww. All Gemini's to the raspberry hat. Willow then wants to make a sex date for that Aww. night. But it's a full moon. Also, she's going to check out the campus Wicca group. Uh, I don't think that's going to be important to the, the rest of the season. At never all. going to come up again. Nope. Uh, I like that Oz, even though he's always, you know, he's very protective of her when it comes mm-hmm. to the uh, magic and kind of like worried about her. He, mm-hmm. I like his support here. Like, show yeah. him how it's done. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Why does Joss have to make me love him so much? <laughs> well, actually. There is partly a reason for that, um, that specifically because... It Joss was, is masochistic. I mean, that Sadist. Too. I don't know which one it is. But they actually went into the season thinking that the whole Veruca storyline was going to be like a season-long arc. Okay. But then uh, Seth Green, because um, like his the kind of movie career took off, I think around just around the time of like the second Austin Powers and some other stuff. Mm. Um, so he had to leave the show like... A, Kind of abruptly. Okay. So they like really only had like this episode, maybe like the last episode to, to wrap up like the Oz storyline for the most part for the season. Um, so, uh, like there's literally an interview where Joss Whedon says that it was basically he wanted to make it as heartbreaking for the audience as it was for like the oh, cast and crew of like losing. Oh, I can Seth imagine that working with Seth Green yeah. would be great. Doesn't yeah, he, he just seem like, like so, he'd be set. so fun and cute, mm-hmm. but also like, just, you'd just be holding your sides constantly because he'd be like kind of like sarcastically ripping into everybody. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, he seems like a lot of fun. I thought he left to do Robot Chicken. Is that later? That's later. Yeah. Okay. I was not aware of that show until yeah. much longer yeah. after it existed. And this would have been around the time that he was first doing Family Guy as well. 
Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah so he's you know got a lot of got a lot of pots stewing and yeah. like I I'm not not as like a you know not the biggest Oz fan, but I kind of feel like it's appropriate that the Oz storyline is isn't throughout the whole season because it feels like they were kind of running out of stuff for Oz. Whenever anything is like perfectly happy, mm-hmm. it's like oh, I'm a little bit bored. Yeah. Uh, which is why I feel like it was appropriate to get rid of Angel. It's like, no, you're perfect. It's like yeah. Jim and Pam on The Office. Once it's perfect, I'm like, get out. And I feel like they kind of like trimmed down in The Office on Jim and Pam stuff because they're like, what are we going to show? Like, we got oh, nothing to, we like no one wants to kid. show them break up. Like, I, yeah. mm, it's, I'm not interested in that. Yeah, Oz and Willow were great. I do. I I would like to see more of Oz as not just the other Scooby who, Scooby who doesn't talk much. Mm-hmm. But it's like what I said, when he starts talking about speakers and you start to see Oz like mm-hmm. in his element, like I want to see more of that Oz. So he could like be help, help solve the monsters with uh, audio equipment. No, I don't know where it would come in handy. <laughs> he's the cross expert. Okay. Yeah. He, he's whipping out those crosses. Well, boom, well, boom, well, boom. You know what? Cause like as, if he does accidentally turn into a werewolf, that's not going to hurt him. No. He could so, cut himself on a knife or something. Yeah. He uh, want to get a boo-boo. Buffy's in a hippie skirt. <gasps> Take that drink. She's doing so well in sight class, she's leading a discussion. Yay. Willow is jealous and also wearing a hippie skirt. <laughs> oh, take a drink. For the second part, not the first. Uh, I do love the line, you made me jealous of you academically. I know. Okay. <laughs> Oz has no choice at the campus cafe but to sit with Veruca. It's the only empty seat. You could go home. If he has like a date to have lunch with Willow, they don't eat anything. You could like just not sit. It just so he's he sits with Veruca. And you could like walk over by why like where like you know Willow's coming from because I'm assuming exactly. Where and you know from. why she's got the only table with empty seats, right? Because she smells bad. Because she's the worst. Yeah, she doesn't have any doggy deodorant. Yes, correct. Oz just bought up the store. Wait, I came up with another theory for her lip syncing. She smells so bad that she can't breathe through her nose, so she has to breathe completely through her mouth while singing. It's not actually lip syncing. It's it's just breathing. Getting air. Uh, so there, Willow shows up and Oz and Veruca are talking amps. Oh, it's so awkward. Willow tries to join in, but just isn't versed on the subject. I can relate to this so well. Mm-hmm. I dated a guy who was a music engineer, which is a guy that like mixes like levels on sure. music. And I was not aware of this. Like I, I'm before we started dating and he would always play me stuff that he mixed. And I was like, mm-hmm. Yep. That that's sounds like music. I I don't know how to tell like what's the difference between like what the people played live and what mm-hmm. you did. I just I didn't know, yeah. and he would get very upset <laughs> that I didn't know that. Ooh. And then he would he would play the same thing for some of his musically inclined friends, and they would have like intelligent things to add to the conversation. I was like, this sucks for me. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing to contribute, and I just look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I mean there there is like. It is nice in a relationship to have, uh, you know, some differing hobbies and interests and sure. job type stuff. But there is something to be said of like knowing what the other person's passion is. I to also to some degree. Yes, I. I mean, like, I feel like this conversation would not bother Willow as much if it were with someone other than Veruca. Yeah, like if if if. if 
Oz and Xander were talking amps mm-hmm. and Willow was like, I don't get it. And Oz was like, oh, they gave him weird, ra- real, weird names. It gets confusing. Willow would be like, yeah, you're right. It does. Moving on. Yeah. It's just the fact that it's fucking Veruca there with her very condescending look on her face that like just rubs it in because mm-hmm. Oz is being very nice. And when you're with someone that has different interests as you should be you don't want to mm-hmm. date a clone like there will be points where you're yeah. like i i really have no idea what you're talking out. about i can't take yeah. a musical engineering class in the next three seconds so that i understand what you're talking mm-hmm. about but yeah no this just yeah. is awkward and sucks Aww. oz though bad boyfriend move you leave Willow at a table with Ruka. Uh, Even if you you're so about? dense that you don't understand the tension between the two. Which he obviously does because, like, you can see, like, he wouldn't the tension sit with is her. why he's leaving. Right. Don't don't leave Willow alone with mm-hmm. Ruka, you turd. Then if you feel Maybe. like tension, you're just like, hey, Willow, I have to go. Want to walk me to blank? Yeah. Or why don't I walk you to your next class? I mean, they could make the argument. Maybe he was thinking, if I leave him alone, maybe they'll talk and like That is not how off. he acted. No. But yeah. They don't but really also, I feel that. like part of the tension, he knows that they have sexual chemistry. He mm-hmm. knows from the get-go, I feel it. This is happening. Mm-hmm. I feel sexual chemistry. So he's like, I have to get away from this temptation. Yeah. It's weird to choose to leave that person with your current girlfriend. Yeah. Bring her with you somehow. Maybe he's just hoping some of that will rub off. Just, you know, Willow, so, why don't you will come stay. with me? If I feel like for this conversation, I would just automatically get up. Because, like, my boyfriend's yeah. leaving. I ain't staying here. Yeah. I have no reason to. She could learn something about ants <sighs> from Veruca. Veruca says to Willow, good shirt. Fuck you. Mm. Fuck you so hard. That's a that's a mean girls level mind game. That is bullshit. the worst. That is the worst thing. I was like, I always think that like just because someone pays you a compliment on like almost because someone pays you a compliment on your outfit, it could almost always mean the opposite. Yeah. Like it just means I've noticed your shirt, mm-hmm. and that means it's bad. Ah, uh, oh, good shirt. Oh, and I'm like, I like your shirt or that's a cute shirt. Good, good shirt. shirt. No one ever no, says that. No. Oh, you're the worst. I hate you. Speaking of things nobody ever says, this may be slightly off topic. It definitely is. But it just reminded me of this time. I was uh, waiting for a, a milkshake at a, a Sonic. Um, I guess they're our sponsor now. Them and Black Frost Beer. Um, Mix the two together. Yum. Ooh, caveman yum yums. Uh, and I was just waiting. Waiting for my milkshake. And a guy comes up to me. Apropos of nothing. I have headphones in. I'm clearly like just, you know, waiting for my milkshake. Comes up to me. Very close. Like maybe three feet away. Mm. And his opening line isn't like, hey, how you doing? My name is blank. He just looks at me. Are you good? And then gets upset at me for being like, uh, yes. He continues to stare and I say, Less now. No, no. This is really awkward. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And goes on this weird rant about like kids today, headphones, and blah, blah, blah. It, it was very jarring. And weird. it was hard to explain to him that it is aggressive to come up to a stranger and just say, are you good? Like, that's that's a weird phrase. I'm actually to... an evil twin, so no. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's, was he like one of those people that it was like, are you good in your heart? Do I need to help you find something he, spiritual? I think he was just like, 
I'm not sure if he's like lonely or if this was like the start of a scam and he got upset that like I don't I wasn't like, yeah, I am good. How are you? It was very odd. And I was very happy to get my milkshake and get out of there. Woof. So if you're listening, if you're somehow a stacker, that is weird because you do not seem don't do to that. enjoy headphones. Don't do that. Uh, don't do that. Don't do that, guy. Buffy makes a good point uh, that it doesn't matter if your boyfriend checks out another girl. Just because you're dating someone, you don't go blind. Awesome. The type of this is stray. Mm-hmm. This is all very good. Yes, that's true. There's a difference between cheating and just checking someone out. Yeah. Luckily for Willow, Oz is stuck in a cage tonight, so he can't go frolic with Veruca. In the craziest cage ever. Can we just talk for a second? Is this a crypt or a tomb in the cemetery? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Although it's not established right away. It's just like he's in the, he's right by the cage and he's like, where the fuck is this cage? And he made it by soldering together or welding together. A million different pieces of metal. Just just rakes and rebar. Like it must have been. It was like an art project. How many different things and different angles everything was and at. she had spelled something with the... Yeah, like, wolf bad. <laughs> What's the Doctor Who? Bad wolf. Bad wolf. Yeah, there you go. It's full circle. Same universe. <laughs> <laughs> Should have doubled down and I used those bachelor shackles, though. I know. Bachelor shackles. Billy I Mays. Mean, where do uh, they go? Yeah. Why doesn't he have them anymore? Did they break? Is there a lifetime warranty on those? Uh, Billy Mays here for Bachelor Shackles. Lifetime guarantee, not valid in California. Oh, God damn it. Billy Mays out. <laughs> he then attacks Maggie Walsh. Good job. Oh. Who runs? <laughs> now, a slight spoiler here. You've probably already watched ahead, or you may have just been able to figure this out because you know how TV shows work. But it is there are things revealed about Maggie Walsh later in the season. That make this episode real perplexing. The fact that she doesn't understand what a werewolf is. Yeah, and seems like... I don't mind that because her... While they, like, hunt demons, they seem pretty dumb about it. I guess, but, like, it seems like she has no plan for a thing attacking her in the night, which she must know is a possibility. Fair. Yeah. And then in the next scene where she's like... These two dogs attacked me. I could have sworn they were gorillas. It makes perfect sense for like somebody trying to rationalize it for themselves. But somebody who knows that's not what that is, I would think you'd be trying to cover it up and say like, yeah, I just got attacked by these dogs. I feel that, one, because she's a fairly novice when it comes to demons. Like they claim that they're experts, but really compared to Buffy, her experience is negligible. I don't think she actually knows werewolves are real. But she should know that, like, something like this could happen. True. In the same uh, vein, was it Quentin? Who's the the head of the council? Mm -hmm. I don't see him walking around with a stake. I think a lot of times upper management. But then you wouldn't walk home alone at night. I I think she's living life with blinders on. I I feel like that makes her too dumb. And granted, she makes some dumb choices later on in this. I season. think she has book smarts. I don't think she has street smarts. Look at what that happens with Ad- I, with Adam. That is all her goddamn fault. But I just feel like there's like no sense of self preservation. If you literally know like you are in Monster Central yeah. and don't like She's being a big dumb dumb. Dumb dumb. I mean it's just I don't too think dumb. Willow walks around with the cross in holy water. She should. I would. Yeah. 
I mean, I feel like they probably have something on them usually. Should, yeah. Oz has that cross 24-7. All the time. Never leaves his side. He's so religious. That's why he's so upset about being a werewolf. He's like, I can't carry that cross around. Yeah, no pockets. Need some uh, purple stretchy pants. What if he was a wear marsupial? <laughs> then he could carry his little cross oh, around. Purple stretchy pants. So for when he hulks out. I don't think he can use the pockets, though. It's too stretched out for that. Have have but like he's not Hulk pack. size. Like, if he bought, bought Hulk pants, there would be plenty of extra. Then I would be actually afraid that they'd fall off. Yeah. Because they would be so tiny and fluffy. I see that. And it might be very smooth for <laughs> hard for pants to stay on. So Oz attacks Maggie Walsh as a mm. werewolf when they run into yet another blonder werewolf. What? Still both <laughs> fluffy and adorable. Fluffy and tiny. <laughs> fluffy, She's tiny. She's bigger adorable. than either of them. She is able to escape as they fight each other. Mm-hmm. However, fight might not be entirely accurate. Ooh. As Oz wakes up naked in the morning next to an also naked Veruca. What? If Veruca is a blonde werewolf, why is he not a redheaded werewolf? Do we really know what Oz's natural hair color is? Fair. He has changed it so many times. Fair. Um, and, you know, maybe there's supposed to look different- at the eyebrows. Maybe maybe they're just slightly different breeds because it is, especially okay. in the Angelverse, made clear that there are different breeds of werewolf. Okay. In the Buffy universe, can't wait till we get to Angel because I haven't seen that series in forever. Yeah. I own it, I just haven't watched it. I I, I watched it the last time I rewatched. I rewatched everything and like synced up Angel with Buffy for the first time. Um, I skipped a couple episodes. Okay. Um, I really yeah. like the spontaneous pregnancy episode. Oh, yeah. it's a good one. Spontaneous pregnancy. Now this brings up this whole scene. Does does it count as infidelity if you're a werewolf at the time? No. Not if you did not make that choice as a human. If you made the choice as a human and it happened as as a werewolf, yes, you're at fault because you made that choice mm-hmm. as a human. He did not choose to do this yeah. as a human. Okay, I feel like you're going to get upset about a later plot point. I have strong feelings about this episode. Let's let's continue on. Okay. So Veruca's clearly all about being a werewolf. This girl, uh, she plays the other woman very well. Like, she really, I'm supposed to hate her. Yeah. Good job. That (laughs) happens. I really wish that her and Parker had ridden off into the sunset together. On a full moon. I wish they'd kill each other. Where he... Gets eaten by her, but then has some shitty silver net. What if his bones dislodges in her throat and she chokes and dies? That. I I don't know. If we're using Monster Squad logic, that werewolf would still be alive. You could, like, blow up a werewolf. So Veruca is hypersexual, morally ambiguous. She's like this little devil on Oz's shoulder. Mm -hmm. You know, we should be free. Says the human face is a disguise. She's like a living id. She is. In the last episode. I feel like on some level they're both right to say like, I'm not the wolf. Well, that's not true because mm-hmm. it is in you all the yeah. time. But you do also spend the majority of your time with the human face. Yeah. So to be like, that's the disguise is a lot like, well, but that's denying yourself. Yeah. Let's be realistic. You're both. Yeah. To make a very crude uh, parallel, it would be like saying no. Women are menstruation. That. So, yeah, exactly. Like, well, no. no. It's, it's a thing that happens to me like, three months a, out of the month. It's all right. Or three days out of the month. <laughs> three months out of the month. Like, <laughs> what kind of weird time nonsense are you doing? 
Like, uh, so I use a time machine, so all, all of my menstruation I've is I've been on. traveling along with Doctor Who, yeah. Bad Wolf, all that stuff. <laughs> uh, messes with your cycle. <laughs> it probably would, wouldn't it? <laughs> right? Either it would never happen, or it would just happen all the time. I'm not, I'm not quite sure which. Depends on where you travel, I guess. I feel like you go to other planets. Never mind. It's fine. <laughs> Where's the object? But now I'm going to be thinking about this all day <laughs> and like trying to use science to back it up to myself. Probably posted on Facebook. Uh, anyways, Azaruka swipes some laundry from a nearby dorm. I was checking to see if he swiped some purple pants. He Aww. didn't. They're maroon. So I know. If he was wearing purple pants, I would have lost my shit. He seems somewhat tempted to sleep with Veruca again, but ultimately decides against it, which I mean, like wins me over. Like temptation happens. Yeah. But when you choose like, no, even though I want this thing, I'm going to do what's right. Then ultimately yeah, I'm on your side. You're a good guy. It's yeah. fine. It's okay that you're tempted. It's okay. But we, you didn't act on it. Yeah. So that's what's important. Like so far he's, he's dealing with it. Okay. Yes. The, so the best thing that he could do right now mm-hmm. Is go straight to Willow yeah. and say, "Here's the truth yeah. about what happened that was out of my control." Here's this crazy thing that happened. We need to figure out how to deal with this Veruca situation. Yes, we're gonna have Buffy deal with the werewolf. Mm-hmm. You and I are gonna talk about this relationship thing, and it will ultimately be okay because I was honest, and we'll get married and live happily ever after. That's what's gonna happen, right? I'm pretty sure that's how the rest of the that's episode. how it goes. Let me double check my notes, though. Okay. Widespread panic. Jeopardy. Dick trick. No. Okay. I don't think that's what happens. What was the last part? Oh, we'll get to it. Oh, very worried. Okay. Uh, So Buffy hears Professor Walsh recounting to Riley her attack by wild dogs. Yeah. Willa goes to see Oz, clearly dressed to try to make it look herself (sighs) look a little more edgy, a little more like work. It's very sad. It's like you don't need to like. And he even knows his like new look. Like she's. Yeah. Try, you know, wearing pleather and... But you know what I really love? Nobody in the episode explicitly says that's what's going on. Yeah. And I love that they, like, give you, like, enough credit. Because I feel like a lesser show would be, like... She would at some point say, like... And I even dressed up like Veruca. Yeah. But they're just like, no, you guys are smart enough. You'll pick up on this. Figure out what's... Or if you, you know, don't, you're probably not that engaged. You've been through this type of thing that you get the idea of. Mm-hmm trying to woo someone by appealing to their style Mm -hmm. oh by the way Mm. even uh not for this episode take a drink because there is a widespread panic poster is there really yes Yes, there is all right uh so this part actually like literally broke my heart so bad (gasps) that I i i turned off this episode i had to walk away like, I couldn't. I was like, I can't. I can't sit here and deal with this. I have to walk away. Uh, Willow tries to mimic their earlier pillow talk in order to seduce him. Forever. He decides, he declines, and is unconvincing in telling Willow yeah. that he's too tired. Ugh. I mean, it's perfectly fine if someone doesn't want to sleep with you. Yeah. Like if, if if because they yeah. turn into a werewolf and they don't really feel up to it and they're tired and they were up all night being a werewolf, that's fine. Of course, that's a perfectly valid excuse to be like, dude, I'm just, even if you don't even need an excuse, if you're like, I'm sorry, I'm just not in the mood. And you're like, mm-hmm. that's cool. But if you're going to lie, lie better. Yeah. 
just do a better job. I mean, I think part of that is they're trying to show like that Oz is so conflicted and he's not trying to, he's trying oh, to do Oh no, what, I think the yeah. writing is excellent. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying Oz is fictional character that doesn't yeah, exist yeah, yeah. in real life. You're doing a bad job yeah. at lying, buddy. He's, he's, he's too nice a guy to be a really good liar. Yes. Yeah. He's just not, I mean, he's a very, always very honest, blunt person. Mm-hmm. He's not practiced at it. So she feels rejected and bails, understandably. Poor Giles is so bored. Because he's too good at Jeopardy. And he doesn't give a fuck. He's very excited when Buffy arrives with news of grave danger. Yay. Lucky for us, people may die. Willow goes to visit Xander in the basement. And crazy, another widespread panic poster. Really? I swear to God. <laughs> they are everywhere. How do you spot these? I'm always like, now that you've brought it up, I look for them and I never see them. I, I, I don't know. I think I just like have WSP in my mind. So when I like see any one of those letters, I'm like, wait a minute, is that? Yeah. Yes, it is. He advises her to talk to Oz about it. Just solid advice. And uh, I, I'm so glad that that advice is given because that is so often the problem on any show or movie. Well, or in life. Like, yeah. so as previously mentioned, I, I like mm-hmm. to listen to uh, Damon Savage's podcast. Um, and even he has said that the majority of female callers that he gets are women that are worried about what their significant others are doing and don't mm-hmm. know how to talk to them about it. And his advice is usually like, just talk, talk to, to them. them. About it. Just do it. Just do it. Like you're uncomfortable and you're worried There's about it. not going to be a perfect icebreaker. They breaker. might be mad or how to say yeah. it. Just say it. Be honest. And it's, I mean, it's rough when you're more, you don't want to make someone mad. You don't want to mm-hmm. end the relationship. But it's just interesting that it is a very... It can apply to both genders, but yeah. it is very often applied to women of just be honest and ask them straight up what's going on. We've got the worst lip syncing yet. This is the absolute worst. This is literally just like... Hello and welcome to the musical show. <laughs> um, have you ever been to the Hall of Presidents? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I hang out with those guys sometimes. Okay. I went to, Zim- to Disney, but did not actually go into the Hall mm-hmm. of Presidents. So I'm imagining that their mouths just go up and down like this. Is that accurate? No, they're a little better animatronics than that. Okay. Yeah. So this is more like Furby. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Farouk is a Furby. Got yeah. it. Sun going down and Veruca meets Oz in his kennel. Oh. He wants to lock her in the cage to prevent her hurting someone. Let's recount. Hold on a sec. So, so he locks himself in his cage, mm-hmm. as he should. He locks it well. Outside of his control, well, the lock doesn't hold because he's werewolf strong, but mm-hmm. despite being a tiny werewolf, yeah. he breaks out. Werewolf instincts take over. And when he inadvertently runs into another werewolf, they do their animalistic sex thing. Mm-hmm. And he wakes up full of regret, and he's sad, and he doesn't fall for her temptation, and that's good. But rather than go to a slayer mm-hmm. and tell her, hey, there's another werewolf, or her watcher, who may be able to help with that, and rather than go to your girlfriend and say, this happened outside of my control, yeah. and I feel really shitty about it, you instead decide to lie to everybody and lock yourself in a cage with this person overnight. Now, granted, what I've left out of here is that Buffy has already vowed to kill this werewolf. Mm-hmm. If she, not really. She just says, you'll have company in the cage. Yeah. 
she never says I'm going to kill this werewolf because she didn't kill us. Yeah. He's, is, is, he's all in the wrong. He's just in the wrong. Yeah. It, and like, I, I get that they try to make the point that he, at least part of this or the reasoning he, he uses um, to justify it is that he doesn't want her to kill anyone. But like, then make a second cage. Get other people involved to like use the dart gun you guys have, or you know, you know, just like, like say like, hey, come meet me here, dart gunner. Which, granted, not a great thing to do, but given the situation, Better she's gonna than, kill somebody. Yeah. yeah, and then you know what? Uh, find a different cage to lock her in, or like shackle her to the outside of your cage so you guys aren't like. There are a million other ways to. Do what you're doing without being in the cage with her. Yes. And even though Buffy says, like, you might have some company in that cage. All I have to say is, Buffy, there is another werewolf. It's Veruca. Mm-hmm. Here's what happened between us. Yeah. You got to help me. Or even if he's, like, going to still be a little dishonest, which I, I don't think he should be. But even if he doesn't want to say, like, hey, I had werewolf sex. Sure. He could even just literally tell Buffy, hey, Veruca just told me she's a werewolf, too. Yeah. Like, boom. Well, I mean, but then Buffy's going to try to lock you in a cage with her, and you know what's going to happen when you your animalistic. Although Buffy kick in. already already feels the tension there, yeah. So she might come up with a different plan. But yeah, tell tell somebody else. Don't don't make this weird. Like I'm pretending to be a martyr, but I kind of also want to have werewolf sex again. I, mean, I get you're feeling guilty, but like mm-hmm. you're a smart guy. Logic yeah. this through. Uh, so they're uh, Oz and Veruca are both really jazzed from the rising moon. Yeah. <sighs> oh, by the way, this is where I put uh, uh, Dick Trick because he's kind of like, using his dick to trick her into the cage. Okay, yeah, got it. Fair. Uh, he tries to convince her to walk in the cage of her own free will, and the only thing that works is when he pulls her in for a passionate, angry kiss and mm-hmm. locks them both in the cage as they. Turn into werewolves and hold hands, which is yeah. a weird thing that werewolves would not do. Yeah, the, the, take a drink there, especially. They're turning hairy and you're going to need it because that, that effect is really goofy looking. And they're like lovingly having their hands together as werewolves. Yeah. It's weird. Who has tissues? Do you have tissues? Are we ready for tissues? Um, tissue, tissue, tissue. Ruffle, ruffle. The next day, Willow goes to surprise oh. Oz with breakfast. Why didn't you set an alarm if Willow your plan no. was to lock this chick in a cage with you so that you could turn into werewolves, which always results in you being naked, even if you don't have sex? Yeah. Set an alarm. And, like, maybe it's not every day after you're a werewolf that somebody comes, but, like, you've obviously told people where this you is. You want to wake up and go to classes. Set... The, and, like, not be naked. Set an alarm on your phone. Get an alarm clock in the room that just says, hey. Yeah, you can just put it's it 6 outside the cage. Get up. The sun's up. You should yeah. be up. Get a rooster on the other side of that cage. Do that. You're in the cage. You can't eat it. Yeah. So, <sighs> Willow is very, very in the right. He didn't tell anyone when he found out that Veruca was a wolf because he had slept with her. But that part wasn't his fault because he couldn't yeah. control the wolf. This time, he knew, and he purposely slept with her. He wanted to. Mm-hmm. He wanted to. The only, like, the only, he didn't tell anyone because of guilt. Fine. Yeah. But he, with the second he pulls her in for that kiss, you're fucked, man. You did mm-hmm. it. That's all your bad. You made the wrong decision in life. Yeah. And it's like, you could make, you could make a version of it where, like, he's tried to do something else to deal with Ruka. 
she's gotten out of it. And it's like a last minute decision of like, I either let her out as a werewolf and I know she's going to kill people or bring her in here and I sleep with her. But that's not what happened. Oh, I feel like if he really wanted to, he could just grab her really hard and then pull the cage shut. You didn't need to grab her in for a kiss. Which is what he did. But I feel like it is, it is, it would be easier for her to get away if she wanted to get away. Yeah. Like, I'd still, it would not be the ideal way to deal with the situation, but there is a way where it's like somewhat justifiable. If he had done something else to deal with her other than like, say, come to this cage and we're going to go bone in it. Right. Basically. Yeah. So I really do think that like, if this had played out that he had told people after the first time, Willow would have been upset, but probably not broken up with him. Yeah. I think they would have gotten over it the same way they did with Xander. Mm-hmm. Even easier because he really wasn't in control. Oh, yeah. And then Buffy would have just handled Veruca in some way. Mm-hmm. Oz brings up Xander, which just doesn't fly. Oh. That is a low fucking blow. Making out? Desperate, nope. Yeah. Not the same as sex. It's just not. Yeah. And also, like... That was a thing that happened, A, when you're in high school. And very early in their relationship. Very early in the a relationship. The longer you're together, the more cheating's a bigger deal. Yeah, and it was also like a thing that I think on another level is more understandable because she had literally almost her whole life of history with that person. So there's lots of complicated feelings. This is some hot chick you wanted to mom. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Even if you have a werewolf connection. Yeah. A sad Willow almost gets mm-hmm. hit by a car. Willow, No. A plus to Riley for grabbing her at the last minute. Good reflexes. Yeah. D minus for implying that she's suicidal. Yeah. She is not. She is just sad. You don't need to be she's dramatic about it. Yeah. She was trying to hurt herself. She wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like it. I, I never liked it. Uh, so Buffy tells her the same. You guys, she's not suicidal. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> and like, if if it was just they shot it poorly and that's what they meant, I don't agree with that choice. But, like, shoot it better so we know that that was what she was doing. Yeah, the implication is definitely, like, I'm so sad. I'm just not looking where I'm going. Yeah. And, like, that's I think that makes a lot more sense for her character. Yes, exactly. Buffy's pissed. Oz uses Veruca's scent to track her. Uh, but Veruca's left some musty clothes in the woods as a distraction. Meanwhile, Willow is casting a spell to break Oz's and Veruca's hearts. Uh. I love that she's so upset that the beakers around her start floating. Yeah. Like we've established when she's emotional, the magic gets mm-hmm. stronger. This is going to become an even bigger deal in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she can't do it, at least not to Oz. Yeah. Ruka so shows up. She's going to attack Willow, I guess, as competition. This isn't just a sexual yeah. thing. She just wants Oz for herself. Then Oz shows up, and they both do some pretty crappy acting. I'm sorry, I love Seth Green, but the scene is awful. It's painful. It's bad. It's very overly dramatic. Yeah, it feels... It's one of those scenes that feels like it's from an earlier season. It does. It's very season one. A lot of dramatic talking. Uh, Lots of wincing from Oz. Every time she says something, he winces. There's also an implication that I think uh, supports your... There's a reason she's the only person at that table. That she says... I have his scent on me, which means you didn't shower all day, girl. <laughs> After you yeah. were a freaking werewolf, you yeah. got to be stinky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She is a stinky, terrible human mm-hmm. slash werewolf. Uh, so Oz winces a lot. Ruka breathes really heavily. Yeah. And that kind of encompasses this whole scene. Uh, 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 yeah. That's basically the that's it. 
Uh, they both start to turn into werewolves and get harrier. Take a drink. Oh, take that drink. Oh, I think I did miss another widespread panic post because I think they went back to Seth's uh, okay. Oz's apartment. So. Yeah, Will, Buffy went to go pick yeah. up Oz and told him to right. stop talking. So another drink there. Go ahead, guys. Get 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 real drunk. Uh, so Veruca, she turns into a werewolf. Looks more like a snake than a dog. Yeah, it's, and this it's appropriate because she's a snake. Oh, uh, this transformation is not as well done as some of the no. other ones. They just kind of run at each other. It's like a fluffy puppy battle. They though. just run. Like they don't really attack. Someone's like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna body check you, and I'm gonna body check, check you. you. And, and eventually, I'm body check you. Oz rips Veruca's throat. It's good, which means we can't hear her sing ever again. Yay. No, her singing was fine. It was the lip syncing that was the problem. Yeah. She's a beautiful person who makes me hate her, which she should. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, whoever is really singing does a fine job, but it's yeah. not that actress who can't lip sync. Yeah. Oz then tries to attack Willow before Buffy stops him. And I love when he goes down, you can see how goofy he's big. Like His feet look like my pet monster feet in, in that shot. He's the te- teeny tiny puppy. <sighs> Sobby Willow. You get me every time. Mm-hmm. I want to hold you and pet your head and tell you everything will be okay, even though I know it's not going to be oh, okay. going to be okay. Oz is leaving. He needs to figure out what part of his human and what part is a wolf and how to live with both. And I'm crying. And she's crying. And he's crying. Everybody's crying. Uh, I need really chocolate. Sad. I need chocolate. Lots of chocolate. I think, how there's, long? I think there's a widespread panic like bumper sticker on his car. I, so. I need all the drinks. Give yeah. me this is this is fuck chocolate. Give me all the tequila. So how long is he gonna be gone? I don't know. Forever and ever. Don't you love me? Oh, oh, oh. I just, just stabbed, just stabbed the heart of my the, whole knives life. Knives in my chest. I, that's what I have. Don't you love me? Knives in my chest. My whole life, I've never loved anything else. Mm. Oh, and then he, this is, this is the part that kills me. He kisses her forehead and runs out of there because it's breaking his heart mm-hmm. so bad. It's like a bandaid. I have to just get out of here. I'll yeah. never leave. Then he has like the moment of kind of indecision in the van where he's like composing himself and he even he starts crying. Yes. Stoic Oz. Yeah. So what's the lesson in Wild at Heart? It's always better to come clean mm-hmm. than to lie to try to save yourself from getting in trouble. Just come clean, buddy. Don't fuck werewolves. Do not fuck a werewolf. Never ends well. Claw marks, man. Leave scars. <laughs> that, that nice, smooth skin. Yeah, I, I feel really bummed out. What's you your... know what might cheer us up? What's that? If we go international. I've always wanted to travel the continent. <laughs> Buffy Tapaja, Vampirite. Ernie Dragon, Das Rhine Fleisch Canoe. Future Rifle International. This one I'm going to do a little bit different. I'm going to do it in the reverse order, which we've done before. Just because, let me tell you, Beer Bad has some great alternate titles. Yes. Uh, but we'll start with Wild at Heart. Uh, the Brazilian Portuguese, Wild Hearts. Same with the German, Wild Hearts. Pretty similar. Wild Horses. I'm sorry, that's hearts. your line. Hearts. That's your line. It's, it's Hearts. Okay. And Wild Hearts. Okay. Um, <laughs> but then the French one does get a little wacky. Werewolf heart. I hear that's a delicacy somewhere. Oh, that is in uh, was it season? Is it season five of Angel? Season four? See? Yeah. 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 So that that's accurate, I guess. They just really they think really gourmets. 
Um, then for beer bad. <laughs> Um, I don't even know what order is best for this. Um, I, I know probably the first one, the, the least like crazy one, Portuguese, bad beer. Okay. Sure. Fine. Oh, last name first, first name last, debacle. Yeah. French, devil's beverage. <laughs> and then. It sounds so judgmental in conservative ways. And then this one, I, I don't think it actually is, but I really wish that this was just one really super long word. Mm-hmm. Um, but the German title. The beer of evil thinking. Actions too, though. <laughs> beer I of mean, evil thinking. Mostly actions. I don't get it. Like evil no. thinking. Like I'm surprised no one was just like caveman beer. Yeah, cave beer. Got it. Well, you know, other countries don't have cavemen. I'm not entirely sure that we did either. Probably. Uh, yeah, all the other cavemen uh, were It's uh, been Americans. so long since I've took anthropology. Like years and years. And I didn't do well. Science is rough. All this, this you know, fancy science chemicals floating in the air. Oh, it's, all the, it's the memorization in a large, like, amphitheater hall. Like, no, mm. no, no. Give me my small theater classes where we can have a discussion. Yeah. <laughs> Now it's time to celebrate Buffy's badassery with this week's Slay of the Week. So uh, my one, uh, I think, still not like a great slay slash kill, but I feel like it's important. In concept, it's pretty cool. Execution a little sloppy is Veruca. I mean, she gets her neck... Ripped out by Oz. Mm-hmm. And like... We hate her, so it's okay. Her, so it's kind of satisfying in that regard. Sure. I wish it had been a little bit more well shot, maybe. Mm-hmm. Seems like It seems like that whole sequence felt a little rushed. Yes. Yeah, so, it did seem like they were running out of time. Yeah. My vote was for um, when Buffy knocks out Parker and he... I knew he, it was going to be that. He doesn't uh, wake up ever <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's, it's all he, just, he dies from the uh, spinal uh, injury mm-hmm. and uh, cracks his skull open and he bleeds out on the sidewalk next to the cop car and then we never hear from him again yeah, except so for maybe reading his obituary as like a little side note like huh that's funny yeah it's uh, a and, and then that, women on campus rejoice and that uh, van they locked all the cavemen in it was just somebody's van somebody um, that that person gets blamed for uh, that murder and kidnapping all these dudes. Sure. And yep. they're in prison for the rest of their lives. So yeah. uh, Buffy's ruined a lot of people's lives with that one action. <laughs> oh, um, I just wanted to mention, because um, I think we, we touched on it earlier, um, that Beer Bad is like, considered one of the worst episodes of the series. I don't yeah. think that's true. Yeah, so we didn't do final thoughts yet for these. Yeah. Um, I like Beer Bad. Yeah. I think it's it's a fine episode. Like... It's not perfect. They no. definitely could have dealt with the caveman thing a little bit more interestingly. But the idea is funny. Like, yeah, it's, it's entertaining. Funny. And it's mostly paid, played for laughs. I think my biggest problem is they have a couple sequences where the cavemen are supposed to be somewhat intimidating. And I don't think that works. No, That's it's silly. fine. That's fine with me. I never think they're intimidating. Mm-hmm. I do think um, just that, I mean, like, the concept of, like, beer turns you into caveman is, like, it fits right in with the whole like Buffy taking reality and turning yeah. it to the tenth degree, and it's meant to be a sillier one of those. I think people like almost think 
because I'm one of the big criticism criticisms people have of it is that it's it's too moralizing and it's too simple and it's too like yeah that's it's part silly. of the joke too. I feel like any silly... even people. I mean, like I'm. I mean, I I am no one to say don't drink. Mm-hmm. Drink. Don't drink in excess. Don't be an alcoholic. Drink responsibly. But drink. Drink for the right reasons. Yeah, I drink. Yeah, it's fun. Everyone can can admit. I feel like or should mm-hmm. admit to like. But drinking makes you kind of dumb. Yeah. And especially if you do it like to excess to get away from things you're feeling, that's that's going to just turn you into. And that's the moralizing part. Yeah. But I also feel like the caveman part is just, it's just accurate. Yeah. That, I mean, it terms you in, I mean, like, mm-hmm. food. Yay. Even my taste of music changes. The way like Buffy plays with the jukebox. I remember one time going out to a bar when I was in college and there was like a song that I had heard on the radio a bunch of times and hated, mm-hmm. but because I had had a lot to drink, all of a sudden I was like, Oh my God, this song is the best. It was Britney Spears. I was like, Oh my God, it's the best song so ever. It was the best. <laughs> right. Because we all love Britney Spears for the, just... being the best musical artist of the past 50 years. Super talented. That, I mean, I don't, I don't get the hate on beer bad. I don't know. It's not in my top 10, but I find it entertaining the way, mm-hmm. the way a lot of, Maybe all of the monster of the week episodes of season four are. Mm-hmm. I think they just nail these one-off episodes. Yeah, they're fun. Wild at heart is frustrating to me because mm-hmm. it makes me feel all the feels. Yeah. Uh, in terms of Veruca as a prominent character, I don't like it. I don't think she's. I don't think she's three-dimensional. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of that is probably the the. The production side of it, they had to rush this character's whole like arc. With, sure. Uh, Oz into just one episode, right? And the idea, and like she dies so quickly that mm-hmm. it seems super yeah. rushed. Um, it does have a very even like the the cinematography of it. It's it has a very like this is weird. All the lighting seems like it's four p.m., which is a weird time of day for Buffy. Like. That it sounds like a weird, but I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, it's 4 p.m. lighting. It yeah. is, and that's. I mean, I feel like most seasons of Buffy's you can define by what time of day they're taking place mm-hmm. in. Like Buffy season one is very much during the day, yeah. which it's, is it's weird. Like high noon. Yes, season two is very much midnight. Yeah, and then season three is probably like 10 p.m. Yeah, it's nine. Like, it's, it's night, like, but it's, it's like not early night. Not not necessarily twilight, but like. You could still feel like the day happened. You can still get a good night's sleep. Yeah. Uh, season four is just very, it's very much like the sun's about to go down. Yeah. Oh, it's right at sunset. Yeah. It, it, it's leaning really hard on season one lighting, which I feel like kind of leans towards that mm-hmm. little cheap looking. Um, Everything's a little too bright, especially when like you're a budget genre show to a degree. Really bright lighting is not a friend. No, no. The fluffy werewolves. So, yeah, Wild at Heart, not up there for me at all. I mean, there's some really great moments. It's always, like, heartbreaking to see Willow cry, and that happens more than once. She kills me so hard. I mean, it's that. I mean, Alison Hannigan, as per usual, knocks it out of the fucking Mm -hmm. park. Uh, I I think, uh, with the exception of the Oz Veruca shit, which is just overly dramatic, Oz does fine. His, Mm -hmm. His cute moment with Willow early on yeah. just endears me the end when he oh yeah he does that's, really good in the end he's really too. great at the end but all of his stuff with Faruka, i just don't believe um and him leave oh god when he sits his car after Ugh. leaving that like it's pain you can see it's painting him to leave it's like 
paining me to watch it. Watch it. I'm like, I need to turn this off and drink heavily. Oh. I need to escape my problems with beer, like Buffy. That's what the moral of the story was. I do have one fun fact because again, I feel like we got into like how depressing the last. Do we want more vampire jokes? I can do more vampire jokes. <laughs> I do have a fun fact about uh, Beer Bed. Okay. That it was originally going to be uh, sponsored by the Office of National Drug Control Policy. Um, but they uh, they decided not to go through with it because, quote, the episode was otherworldly nonsense, very abstract, and not like real-life kids taking drugs. Viewers wouldn't make the link to the message. So I think just shows like, how dumb do you think kids are that they wouldn't get like beer bad? Literally, beer bad is literally the title. Literally. Um, also, have you ever seen Buffy before? Yeah, that like, it's, you don't like that it's set point. in fantasy and, and and some horror and some th- sci-fi like, in you, there. You think it was just going to be like she kills a vampire, then drinks too much and has to go to the hospital, and then we're going to have this really, really overdramatic like PSA. Episode. Yeah. What the fuck, guys? Uh, you know what? Unsp- <laughs> You're no good at this. You're no good. You suck. No wonder yeah. I've never heard of you before. You don't even have a good uh, initials. Yeah. Unsp- that's not catchy at all. Nope. Thank you for tuning in to the Sunnydale Stacks. Please like us on Facebook. Look for us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunnydale Stacks to ask us questions or share your own opinions and memories about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Sunnydale Stacks is a part of the 27th Letter Productions Network. Look for our sister podcast, Hey Do You Remember? And join us next time when we dust off the initiative and pangs when we get lost in the Sunnydale Stacks.